You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I'm talking about straining for that logo on the side of your helmet and not the name on your back. Yes, sir. Because we know what it represents. It represents everybody here you see and everybody you can't that we've talked about. I'm here to strain with you, man. I swear to God I'm here to strain with you. Let's go. Everything you got, strain with everything you got. Let's go. Bills on three. One, two, three. Bills. You're listening to the Off Tackle with John Fetus Show with your host, Joe Miller. Well, what is going on, everybody? Welcome into the Off Tackle with John Fina Show, brought to you by Q42 on the Buffalo Rumblings Multicast Podcast Network. My name is Joe Miller. I'm the host of the show, and uh, that guy, your right, my left, is the one and only, maybe not the only, but one of the John Finas in the the world. John, I ask you every week how you're feeling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right, I'm showing up. I thought I could get out of the show <laughs> if I just pretended like my head flones didn't work. You got to do the hey. Chevy, Chevy Chase and Spies Like Us when he was talking. Yeah, the right, exactly. <laughs> hey, everybody, uh, listen, Q42 barbecue sauce. I love it, and I'll tell you here's why. What makes it, what makes it different than the rest? It's made in western New York with we- real, 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 not wheel, real western New York humans using real wait, wait, western wait, wait, new york wait. yeah it's yeah not not the barbecue sauce is made they make it so humans make the sauce there aren't make humans the in the sauce okay, i know okay. i wanted to add that because they're western new yorkers too in addition real western new york honey and other real ingredients they make the ketchup by hand from scratch just as they do the mustard where the other guys add fillers like corn syrup Q42 puts in the time and effort to cook up the sauce worthy of your serious tailgate. The KC sauce is a crowd pleaser. The Carolina is a mustard lover's match. I like to call it the Carolina gold. Go to Q42barbecue.com to get yours and make sure you enter the code, all capitals, FINA show, and you'll save 15%. Don't add joe miller wired show because they charge you an extra 15 percent q42 barbecue.com my man iman putting out a great product for all of you buffalo bills fans all the mafia out there and if i just can keep talking and incessantly we'll never talk about this game and both of us will be happier uh challenge accepted let's see if you can do it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'll start with the Greek alphabet. Alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, zeta, eta, theta, kappa, and mu, nu, rai, phi, chi, psi, omega. Sir, I uh, I was a little disappointed that we didn't get the beer crack tonight. The psh, 
You could could at least like pretend to make the noise or something. Like I think I'm gonna turn that into the celebratory beer crack. Yeah, yeah, that's probably better. So I I tried to ask you before you jumped right to Q42, the wonderful sponsor of the show, how you're feeling because I ask you every week how you're feeling. So, uh, how you feeling? How you feeling? Did you hear the neck crack? That's how I'm feeling. I feel like I got beat up. Uh, just watching it. I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I can't stand you. And talking to you earlier today made my day infinitely worse. You were like, I felt like anything I said, you were going to just tear me apart. And, you know, I felt a little, um, I felt a little scared. And that made it worse. So up until then, I was completely steeped in what I was doing all day. And then I had to talk to you because you hold certain information that I ignore and won't study so yeah how are you how are you feeling today i'm 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 you know you're making it better and uh you know last night was cathartic for those of you that uh did not Don't steal my word <laughs> that's not your word your word's been around forever well i used I like, it i chimed in on your little well, you cast. can go back to the very first episode of the overreaction podcast there was an in october of 2019 and i used the word cathartic um, it was nice to, it was nice to vent. And to be honest, what's funny about my show is even though it's called the overreaction pos- po- podcast post game show, it's, I, I generally try to stay somewhat balanced in the middle a little bit. I, I don't ever pretend that things are glassy and glossy and really, really nice. If it's bad, I say it's bad, but man, that snapped last night and it just had to be said. I mean, the, a lot of the things that I said, I don't regret any of them. I woke up this morning wondering if I was going to regret any of it. Because it's not easy. I mean, we love these players, right? I mean, I Just love leave the money on the nightstand. <laughs> I love the players on this football team. There's not, there's one that I don't like. There's just one. Uh, but you know, I I, I used a lot of Is players. It Kelvin Benjamin. It's definitely not Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> I did not like him as a bill either. Uh, but I used a lot of players' names. The, the reality is, and I'll say it again, the Bills, you know, they pushed their chips into the middle of the table with, with names like Vernon Butler and Isaiah McKenzie and Zach Moss and, you know, uh, Cody Ford, and their bluff is getting called, and it's, it's showing up on the film, and it's unfortunate that this is kind of where we are, but this is where we are. Um, so, yeah, I, I ranted for about an hour last night. I'll give you all those except Isaiah McKenzie. I still think there's uh, there's still some upside there. I don't I, do agree. Uh, it, it's it's the decision. It's the the point when the ball hits him. You look at a guy like Andre Roberts, and I know Andre Roberts is an all pro, but the majority of punt returner and kick returners in the NFL have a plan before the ball hits them. Isaiah McKenzie doesn't. He doesn't have a plan before the ball gets him. And, and it's obvious. And what he does break free, it's because he's got speed, he's got some wiggle, and he's got talent. But even yesterday, you can't fall on the ground and drop the football. I, I learned. Well, I, look, learned, I, I realized that. Uh, okay, I'm I'm talking aside from that <laughs> ridiculous blunder, which I learned. I learned a rule yesterday that I How thought did you I not already know knew. that rule. I knew the rule that the ground cannot cause the fumble. I did not know that the ground can cause the fumble if you're not touched before you hit the ground. Did not know that. Yeah, well, you didn't watch the play when Thurman Thomas was running toward what do we call it? A tunnel end? What's the opposite of the tunnel end? Yes, the other end. The other end. <laughs> Roman or Roman Thurman was running around the right side, and I was trailing the play, and he thought he got tackled. 
and he went to the ground and he literally just set the ball on the ground. Oh. And I looked at the side judge and he was just standing there looking at me. So I kind of like literally like sidled over. <laughs> Nothing to see here. And I bent down, I picked the ball up and I advanced it like seven yards. <laughs> nice. I don't think that's the same thing that happened though, because he sure set the ball down yesterday. The ground Either, caused it doesn't the doesn't matter. You, you, the, 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 the whistle will not be blown. If you're untouched, whether you throw the ball, whatever. well, I remember I remember the Plaxico Burris play when he was a, a Steeler and he caught the football. It was like one of his first games in the, in the NFL. He caught a big catch and jumped up and spiked the ball before ever getting touched. I remember that play. That one I remember. But I remember uh, him shooting himself in the leg in a nightclub in New York City. <laughs> were, were you there? How do you remember that? I remember the story. It's like you, you remember the play. I was there. I was no, there. I were you the one that never mind anyway um so i just uh i just feel like i mean even still they they could have gotten andre roberts for a little bit more money they could have brought andre back if if he wanted to come back that's always part of the conversation if he wanted to be here he could have come back i mean he signed with the texans for two and a half and if i'm not mistaken he's a free agent right now hmm. and he's better and nobody's gonna say he's not well they you know, it's weird because these guys don't pivot, right? So anyway, we went down the rabbit hole with that. Let's get back on track, Joe, and talk about what your expectations were. It sounds like you had a miserable day. Most of those mafia did. I didn't. I had a pretty good day. Meeting. I know you got it all out last night. I only caught the last I only caught the last eleven minutes of your show. So I only got eleven percent of it out. Some friend you are. Uh, well, you kept trying to end the show, and then you kept going on, and then I was driving around the block, you know, because I don't want to come in the house with my phone on speaker, and my wife's like, is it that Joe Miller jackass again? And I'm like, yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is She's honey. like, why don't you do just run off and elope? And I'm like, well, he was mean to me anyway, so it's over. Uh, Richard Rush is uh, squashing my hopes and dreams. He says that Andre Roberts might be with the Chargers. He says he believes he's not sure. You're going to well, like this one. We Richard, can get to- just look it up. We, we, we can get to this later. Uh, why says that I, or, uh, Vernon Butler plays like he weighs 110 pounds. We can talk about that later, I'm sure. Um, yeah, but uh, ranted for over an hour. I did, Joshua. Um, just going through some of these comments. Totally did. So you were so mad on the overreaction, Joe. It made me feel a little better. <laughs> See, public service. <laughs> Tori says that you're looking very official. We got to get you. Oh, so what you do you were, mean by official? You were in the broadcast. Is my desk in the background? We got You were in the broadcast booth. We got to get the one with the big, like the big, like foam up on it. Like the, the head. Dude, the I don't headset. even know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. You guys wear those headsets with the, the, the air traffic controller headsets. When you're in the when, when you're in the booth, you oh, call games. But I don't do booth work anymore. There's, there's you did. very few faster ways to go broke than that. There's a picture on the internet. I can download it pretty quick. It's and, the interwebs. And, and the yes, interwebs. My bad. Yeah. So I don't back, have those. I could steal my son's gaming thing, and it'd be like stickers and orange. All right, getting, go ahead. Getting back to thoughts on the game. Um, I expected there to be some issues. I expected there there to be. Some problems with clearly no Starla Tulele and Tremaine Edmonds being out of the football game. You know, Spencer Brown, to me, I I had hopes, and I think those hopes were realized that the offensive line wouldn't be as bad. When you when you find out, in, you know, 10 minutes before the game starts that the guy can't play, you know, it's a little bit different than, you know, when you've got days to prepare. So whatever they're going to do. I was surprised to see Cody Ford. Uh, I, I would was expecting to see Darrell Williams stay inside, and I was expecting to see Ryan Bates at right at right tackle. 
So I was a little bit surprised by that. But I thought, by and large, the offensive line didn't play horribly. I didn't think that the offensive line was necessarily the problem yesterday. And you're probably, I mean, you watch the game differently than I do. But that's all I would say about that. But I expected them to have some trouble with Jonathan Taylor. But I thought that they, I thought they could contain him to the point of him getting 85, 95 yards. I thought that they could make them a work to make them a one-dimensional team. He, make them work for every yard they could get. Put the put the ball in Carson Wentz's hand and w- make them one-dimensional. And as I said on the show at the top yesterday, they did. They made them one-dimensional. They literally Jonathan Taylor was the one dimension that whole offense had and. It was insane. Like the whole thing was just that game was over after the first drive. It was literally over after the first drive. And it was okay. That is incorrect. It was over <laughs> at the end of the first half when Isaiah McKenzie, your guy. Your guy? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, everybody makes mistakes. You can't hang them all in one. And I think the guy, anyway, going back to what you said, um, you know, what I thought, it, well, first of all, do you remember last week when I said, let me read my notes. Um, I thought this was, this was going to be a reverse trap game after the yeah. Jets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I, I don't like doing this because as a player, I never felt like it was me. It never really described me. But I don't see in this game, like, they should have been more fired up. I just didn't feel it. Yeah. I just didn't feel it. And, look, you can give up a drive on, you know, opening drive for a touchdown, but. That was crazy. Um, so I, I thought it was a reverse trap. Beating the Jets, you know, you, they should have come out of that going, we should have beat them 100 mm. to 7, mm. and we suck because we didn't, and then kind of approach it that way. Mm. They could have looked at this as, even though Wentz wasn't there last year, it was sort of a payback for a playoff game that they thought they should have won, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> they just didn't seem up for it. And, um, you know, I... I I've read a lot of the Twitter today and opinions flying around and some people saying missing star and Edmonds wasn't a big deal. You know, I watched the game. I watched every GD play again. And I promise you Klein is not Edmonds, not the Edmonds that we've come to enjoy this year. Mm -mm. And I don't know why your favorite Butler is on the field star. I mean, I'll take Phillips for a hundred plays straight. I mean, the, anyway, so expectations I expected to win as I always do. Right. Yes. Yes. But uh, I didn't think it was going to be easy. I didn't think it would be, I, I knew we'd have a problem with Jonathan Taylor, who, when he was at Wisconsin, I was like, oh, I yeah. want this guy on my team. Oh yeah. So, mm. uh, but I, I, I expected our offense to be better than this. We got uh, we are super chat live for those of you that are in the comments, and we have our first super chat from Brooke. Brooke, thank you so much for being a part of the show. We appreciate you. Uh, sometimes it takes several falls flat on your face for you to wake up and finally do what you're supposed to do. I'm just hoping that's the case with this football team. You played. I've got a lot of questions as it pertains to like that comment and some of the things that you just said. Speak to that. Sometimes you have to fall on your face a couple times well, before you wake Brooke, up and do what you're supposed to do. First of all, thank you for the super chat and that's a beautiful uh horse you have there in your photograph i mean that is something else mm-hmm. um gelding or mare anyway uh I, you know i would have agreed with you if this were three or four weeks ago but the product that was out in the field yesterday makes me think there might be a few more falls flat on our faces i, I don't know if the, the <laughs> semantics are right on that <laughs> 
But I appreciate your optimism, and Joe and I share it. But yeah. and uh, thanks for the super chat. And seriously, I mean, you know, one gaff is forgivable. Two gaffs is mm, a little strange, but this was just awful, and it's concerning. Talk to me about again being a former player uh, and a long. You played for a long time. Um, because it's happened twice now against the Jaguars. There was uh, one of the defensive players recognized very early on that there was no energy on the Bills sideline, that there was a supreme lack of energy in what he felt was desire. And he talked about it in his post-game presser. There was a lot of people on Twitter that were behind the Bills bench yesterday talking about how the only one on the sideline that seemed to have any energy at all, even early, was Stephon Diggs. And he was running around trying to get people kind of hyped up and ready to play. And there was just a very kind of, meh milling around i don't i i've always heard the 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 bulletin board material thing like oh if these guys need bulletin board material to get fired up to play a football game then we got the wrong guys so you hear that stuff don't 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 answer yet you hear that stuff and it's like okay i get that that makes sense meanwhile every position group and the entire team has the before we go out and play huddle rally where they're shouting mother effer words at each other and we're here to kick ASS and nobody's going to push us around in our house. Get in here, one, two, three, let's go. Well, if they don't need to get built up by bulletin board material, they should have that moxie in them to go out and want to play. Then why do we need the little rally huddles in every position group? And I think it's concerning that it's happened twice in three weeks that somebody or a group of people have realized they don't look like they're really excited to play this football game over there. Yeah. Okay. I that was a long question. Jeez, I gotta go back. Um, <laughs> so, um, okay. What in so, the world was that? <laughs> I'm gonna. I told everybody I was gonna hypnotize them on the show tonight. Didn't you are see you that? A man, are you a man in black? Here comes the man in black. Okay. So. Guys like the Fondigs who are outspoken and guys like Jerry Hughes who are, you know, old time leaders, you know, you got to pick and choose a couple of guys to sort of train. And, I, you know, some people don't want to be a vocal leader because somehow, you know, deep inside they're like, well, if I don't play well, then I look like a jackass in front of my teammates. Can I say jackass? Um, you know, so they tend to not do it. But you got to train young guys to – fake it to yeah, yeah. start doing it and the truth is you can manufacture it and we need to do something and uh, one of the notes that i took today is we just we didn't start fast you know we right, didn't right again they did a great job they had the ball forever i didn't even look at we had what three possessions in the in the first half including a kick return for all of 11 steps <laughs> 11 and a half steps. <laughs> 11 teen steps. I amuse myself. So, you, yeah, I mean, we have to generate some excitement. And I think, you know, that also just generates either real or faux confidence, yeah. testosterone, release, whatever you want to say. But it, it appears to be uh, in short at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Did you see Frank Reich's presser? Now, you know Frank. Obviously, you guys played together for quite a few years. Did you see Frank Frank's uh, presser after the football game? I didn't. I don't typically watch pressers. I want to formulate my own opinions, which are it was on, generally. It was, 
it was well sorry it wasn't his presser it was on twitter it was it was his post it was his locker room post game speech if i can figure out a way to get it up here some some point during the show i'll throw it up here but it's just uh it was emotional and it was great it was uh it was the kind of thing that manufactures energy and makes you want to run through a wall for a guy like it was really really good brooke is back with another super chat she says to you john thank you he's a gelding and not a bright one at that. He spooked. He spooked at his own reflect, or he was spooked at his own reflection the other day. <laughs> well, I'm spooked. I'm looking at Joe. So um, beautiful, beautiful equine you have there, Brooke. And I uh, hope you get out to ride as often as you can, unless you're there in Buffalo. Then hopefully, just on the three sunny days you get each month. Easy, easy trigger. Um, so. What else about this game may have been a little bit different than what you were expecting? Was that pretty much it? Did you wrap that up pretty well, or? Yeah, I mean, you know, look, we'll go through the – when we get to the good, the bad, the ugly, I'll talk about the things that we're missing, you know, but mm-hmm. I never label things and expectations that are bad, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But generally, I think the energy was low. And, you know, you're going to hate this. How do you, how do you I mean, fix that? Is that a locker room? Somebody in here said that he thinks they think there's the, there's a locker room problem. Is it a locker? Is it is it a locker room problem? Is it too much? Are they overconfident? No, is no, it, I, I don't know. I think it's a leadership thing. You just got to get guys like like I said, you know, whoever your your three to five most vocal leaders are right right now, they got to speak up. And you know, maybe you have one of those team meetings where you call guys out a little bit, not you know play by play, but just say, you know, we need to do better. And yes. that's what's you know. Let's hold. Our, I don't know where are we now. Where I, you got me so upset. I don't even know what stage of the show we're in. Is we're still the, in thought. We're still in the beginning. We're still in the thoughts of the game. Someone said that we had to be only done at fifteen minutes tonight because there's nothing we're, to talk about. We're we're at, we're at twenty-one minutes of the show. You're sitting down and facing front. <laughs> <laughs> um. So this, you know. They did a really nice job getting the ball out quick when we brought pressure yeah. and we were close. I, I, you know, we talked last week a lot about the front four getting pressure mm-hmm. I watched the game again. And if you didn't, they, man, they were close. They were getting free. Mm. It was when I looked at, it, I'm like, what can I criticize the defense on? Um, obviously stopping Jonathan Taylor on the run was our biggest issue. Sure. They, they ran the play action off the off the run. So until you stop the run, look, Vernon Butler, I got it's all over my notes. And I don't know. I mean, I don't like calling guys out. You know that. I know that. But I wrote something down today that I'm a little embarrassed of, and I don't even know if I should say it to you. Or um was Vernon Butler the first one to give up, or is he just that bad? I mean, but, from the beginning. But but are we in a situation? So I think you, what I think what bothers. Well, go ahead. Let me finish. Yeah, go ahead. There were multiple, multiple plays where he was the point of attack, where mm. guys get double teamed, right? And look, these are men. When you get double teamed, you can give up a yard and fight, yard and a half fight. He was getting drove, mm-hmm. and I was, I was, I was shocked. Like I was looking at his effort. I'm like. Where's the damn effort? So I can't say it, Richard. I mean, no, they're all saying that you, it's already been said you're not hurting anybody's feelings. Yeah, I know. I just, you know, as a former player, you kind of protect your own a little bit. But I'm telling you right now, and that, that, that film room today, if I were on that defensive front, I'd be like, damn, seriously? 
I mean, he was on skates on multiple plays. There were plays where – and then when he wasn't, when he had a single block, he doesn't have the commitment mm. to stay locked out on a guy. You're staying locked out, and you're moving down the line with him, right? Yeah. He likes to do this thing where he ducks his shoulder and picks a side. And that, I would say, four occasions. He just If he just mm. stays with the guy, just keep the shimmy, keep the shake. You know, and, and wait for the cavalry to collapse. But as soon as you pick a side, the downhill guy just hits the hole. And that downhill guy was Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. I, I was I was literally I mean, it's all over my notes. I was, and I, I just from the first play, I was like, I mean, is he's just mailing this in? Get Harrison Phillips in, get somebody in, put AJ Klein at the one technique and bring Dodson in at line, but do something because that was it was awful. I love this. Yeah, but Pay- Payton comes in and he says, "I just got here. Who are we talking about?" He we said, "My totally, money's a <laughs> butler." We're talking about Tremaine. Tre- 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 White. Just uh, I've got a question for you here in a second. Uh, but Eric Farrell with a super chat. Eric, Eric, thank you so much for being a part of the show. John, I don't remem- remember any of your Bills teams being big boyed like that. Did it ever happen that you can remember? How did you guys respond? Isn't there any pride coming on? Yeah, Eric, I don't know what big boy means, but um, they got manhandled big time by that offensive line. Oh, sure, line. I, I think we definitely, but not, um, not such that the score reflected it so much. I mean, we we shot ourselves in the foot in Los Angeles in the Super Bowl my rookie year, but I don't remember anything. This, I mean, do I get to exclude the Greg Williams years? <laughs> Probably here. the one Probably. year I was here, the one Probably. year I was with them. Probably. No, it was miserable, Eric. Thanks for the um, thanks for the super chat. How do they respond? Well, damn, they better respond. I don't know. I mean, this is a big ass game on Thanksgiving, turkey legs right. and all that crap. I don't care. Get in the damn ice tub. Get your mind right. Get the team together, and get fired up. But yeah. you know, what? I don't know. Is it that time of the show? The things that they need to do are just things no. that championship teams do. And we're they're not, there not yet. doing them. We're not just, there yet. <laughs> it's like this idea that, oh, hey, uh, we all get to screw up once in the game. Um, that was my turn. And then, you know what? There's 33 guys that make it onto the field. And if you make, you know, 50% of those guys do something stupid, that's what you end up with. It's funny that you said that because that's where I was going to go before I read the super chat. It seems like it almost every game this year. I don't think it's been every game, all ten games that they've played, but it seems like it, at least one player in almost every single game there's been on this team has been completely worked. Big Boyd, if you want to use that word, whether it was Deion Dawkins in a game, Cody Ford in a game, pick a guy. There was always it always seems like there's one guy that you just didn't mention a single defensive lineman except Vernon Butler, but they all get it. Everybody gets it. I haven't got there yet, but yes, Vernon Butler, like right. So we've we've seen them all kind of go through it. I just, it just I, I don't know. I just I wonder if there's a preparation issue, if there's a discipline issue. Josh Allen sat at the podium yesterday no. and he said, This is not who we are. To which I tweeted immediately, uh. Oh, Actually, it is. And what's funny is I carried that into my show. I said it. Joe Marino said it. Sal Capaccio said it. Uh, but that's getting, getting, said it. getting physically beat every now and again is not game planning. That's will and details and Perfect. knowing your assignment and executing your assignment for the full, you know, 4.7 seconds that it's really important that you do so. You mm. know, sometimes you get away with, 
you know, oh, I rubbed my guy the right way for, you know, I'm on the backside of a block. When you're at the right. point of attack, you have to sustain. When you're at the point of attack on defense, you know, when you're a linebacker, you got to make the right reads. I mean, you know, we we let them have all that misdirection on that really cool play mm. where Taylor goes one way and then uh, Hines came in motion across. I mean, it fooled Klein and Milano, but they're on their they, – they don't know what to do anyway because they're not getting any help. There's a couple. There's a couple end zone shots uh, that Eric from uh, Cover One was doing today on Twitter. I don't know if you saw them, but uh, he was he was he was rolling. So they were they were carrying the defensive line was being carried by the offensive line, and it was fun to watch Milano shed his blocks. Like it was masterful to watch him get like have the offensive line lineman come to him. He'd walk with him, and then as soon as he wanted to, he would just dump him. It was great. It was it was it was awesome to see that. But yeah, and I totally agree. And I'm not dogging on Milano here, but to, to be frank, like if and go back and watch Vernon Butler, there were a couple of times when he was getting double teamed, he tried to spin out of it and they like stood him up. They they were holding the back of his pads on one play. <laughs> and I was like, I used to, I remember when I got a chance to do that, I felt like King <laughs> SHIT. I mean, it was crazy. It's almost but like going through the game though. I mean, when you look at our defense, I mean, they were. It was just like they were in position that, that third drive of the of the second quarter. They had third and da- third third down multiple times. Addison's late hit or or the Klein's pi. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was just. It seemed like at every moment when we needed to have a break, when we needed to to get them off the field, we just didn't. We didn't. Yep. I mean, somebody had, and I heard you say it last night. Somebody's got to make a play, but. You know, Rousseau had a couple of times when he needs to collapse. Um, They had that nice little wham play. Got us a couple times pretty good. I mean, they had a really good plan. I think, you know, we suffered without Tremaine Edmonds. And we, you know, and I don't want to say A.J. Klein played poorly Mm -hmm. uh, because I didn't watch him that closely. But there were were three plays that I said Edmonds would have made the tackle. Mm -hmm. Um, But Vernon Butler was getting pushed back. And there, once those big guys, you know, like my height, who are mm-hmm. graciously proportioned around the midsection and shoulder pads, once they start coming at you at linebacker, forget it, man. Now you're mm. just guessing. Mm. But it didn't happen to Ed Oliver. He fights like a mean oh, yeah. SOB. Oh, yeah. Okay. F.A. Obata did some really great stuff extending and pressing. Uh, and, and I got it. I mean, Harrison Phillips, I saw his effort was great. At least, you know, as bad as it got when I would wa- rewind every play and say, tell me how his effort is. We're getting the crap kicked out of us, but at, at least showing that they care. Mm. And th- those guys, sh- they showed every play that they cared. Rousseau was out of position a couple of times where he's not squeezing properly. Um, and then, you know, one guy on the defensive line was enough to gash it. The way they run that offense, coming down like that, he Jonathan Taylor just waiting for that one situation where the blocker and the defender just go like that, mm-hmm. and then you're either side. It doesn't matter. Gotcha, gotcha. And then he's gone. Got another super chat. People are uh, super chat hot tonight, which is great. Brian Bowers, my guy. Brian is in the uh, welcome to the show. They better respond respond quick, John, or Joe is pouring and the three of us are drinking. <laughs> Going back to that tweet that we had going. Uh, like we talked about on Twitter, the Pats are coming for our asses. They absolutely are, Brian Bowers. And I got a secret for you. Don't tell Joe, but he's buying anyway. <laughs> and it's going to be upper shelf bourbon. 
I'm 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 down with it. So no, let's... you're right. They got it. They, they this is like this is the moment. Like I thought Jacksonville was bad, but you'd have thought that there would be you know the the pendulum swinging back and holding, you know. Right. And then we play the Jets, which you know you should kind of be embarrassed for beating. Almost it's like we're not. It's like playing Maryland, the Terrapins. <laughs> Appalachian State. So you were kind of leaning into some of the good. So clearly you saw some good from because this this could potentially be the shortest part segment of one any of our shows for like all season uh for this football game. But you talked about Harrison Phillips. Harrison always seems to get get have a good effort. It's not that he is the most stout or like the most talented defensive tackle, but he's always he doesn't give up. He's a high motor guy. We knew that about him coming out of college. You know, they talked about comping him to Kyle Williams and his motor. Clearly, he doesn't have quite the talent yet or the moves or the the Rolodex of plays that Kyle had. Uh, you know, you talk about Milano. Milano, you know, always has a motor that's going. The defensive, you know, the, the defensive backfield didn't didn't play great. Um, they didn't necessarily have to. My question is this. The Bills would not leave, and, and Leslie Frazier was questioned about it today. They would not get or or get out of the cover two nickel or the cover five nickel, the, the four, the four, two nickel. He said it, at no point did they even consider leaving the four, two nickel um, to bring a third linebacker on the field or, or just bring the strong safety up into the box. Well, they did that a couple of times. So they brought, they no, brought, but them, I mean, dedicated when you're, when you're losing to the run, leave like them that. there. You're saying leave yeah. them there, which they didn't leave in there. I think there was 11 plays where they had eight or more guys is what I saw today from Bruce Nolan eight or more guys in the box where they had quote-unquote stacked it. Uh, and uh, I think he averaged six yards of carry when they did. But I think for me, it turns into a situation of, well, when teams sell out to the run, when, they, when they're totally wholly selling out to the run, they're usually not doing that with a bunch of cornerbacks and defensive backs. They're doing it with big dudes, like bigger linebackers and bigger defensive linemen. Would there have been zero benefit in trying to do that, trying to bring eight guys into the box that are bigger, bigger humans? Yeah, man, I don't know. I mean, unless you can change out that defensive tackle. I mean, that's the bigger issue. Right, right, right. You could add a linebacker, um, maybe. I mean, some of the quickness helps and some of the angle blocking plays that they do. So you can benefit from having a guy like Taron Johnson, you know, and uh, Micah and Jordan actually being in the support role that they are against the run. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go back, watch the film. I mean, I, I had to watch the same play I watched nearly every running play over and over, and I focused on every single defensive lineman. I watched each play four times right, right, at right. least. Right. And, you know, one guy can soften it up. I mean, they would have been better off staying in that if they could have brought in, I mean, F.A. Obata, put him down there at the three technique. I mean, something. Yeah. Just somebody who's going to not get – I mean, you don't see guys get driven on a double team three and five yards. I mean, uh, there was one play, and I was like – it got loose on the right side, and I'm looking who makes the tackle. I'm like, what the hell is he doing down there making the tackle? And I ran it back, and I'm like, well, when the ball snapped and you give dog shit effort right from the get-go, you might as well turn and run and chase the guy down into the secondary. <laughs> oh, John, hate mail or John is in rare mail. form, and uh, the overreactor in Joe Miller loves it. Loves it. Did. I know he did, because – Look, I I try to defend players as long as they have great effort. That's like, mm-hmm. you know, 
I mean, you look at that sack that Ed Oliver had, that was really F.A. Obata's sack. I mean, it was a great rush by him getting freed up. Ed cleaned it up beautifully. I mean, credit him for the sack, but Obata looked great. Um, Rousseau Rousseau didn't do much on pass pro. Uh, Okay, sticking with the good. Yeah, you said the offensive line was okay. I mean, Mitch had that holding call. They kind of got screwed because Cody Ford jumped off sides. Cody just continues to do things that, um, he blocks a guard. I noticed on a number of plays, like he's a tackle, mm. like he's given up the outside a little too much. And I'm like, I don't know, maybe put him a tackle and then bring, and then put Williams at guard. Maybe, maybe he's less, maybe there's less of a problem if we do that. Well, I think he maybe, played, I think he played tackle in college. He and they tried he played they, tackle in college. They tried him a tackle his rookie year and it didn't work out. Well, can we line up Gilliam right next to him? Because he see that guy seems full of effort. That what's interesting about that comment, and they brought Ryan Bates in, and I gotta ask More Bates. I, I don't know. I don't know I, anything I, about Bates. I gotta ask you, how much does this football Bates. team miss Lee Smith? Lee Smith was that that third tackle. I know, but he <laughs> he was constantly constantly in the game playing playing that third tackle spot. Yeah, yeah. And when they had Bates in and the heavy package, it you know looked all right. I I don't know. I did, but. Cody Ford, not the guy. Um, and e- yesterday, I mean, there were only a few errors on the offensive line. Um, Josh had a really bad error setting up. It was uh, the, the touchdown, not touchdown, or sorry, pick, not pick, I think, where it was off of our play action that we're doing now. And the problem is that seemed like a, a recent installation, and it's hard to get the live reps on it. But what you're getting is the pulling guard is not – expanding far enough and on the other one where they flip the guard out he's not expanding enough and in in this instance of course josh floated right into it he uh stepped up when he didn't have to because he put himself in the bad position Mm -hmm. and then he fired off i think it was the int not int gotcha gotcha copious copious notes the only real good that i have that we haven't talked about for me is brita I mean, breed it in the in the. Oh couple, yeah, yeah, yeah! Shame on me, but I was gonna I was gonna go into that when we did our videos. Yeah, yeah, and we're and we're go, and we're going to jump into those here in a second. Um, so I'm not sure how I lined these up. Um, as far as the videos go, which ones are which? So this is uh, oh, that's that's yeah. Okay, was, go back. Do you, do you want to do that one first? Yeah. So go okay. back to snap. Stop right. Two seconds. Hang, hang on a second. Let me drop this. Let me drop this banner real quick. So, all right. So you want one click? You said. Right there. Stop. This play, this is perfect. Good timing. Well done. So look at Zach Moss. He's aiming at the right tackle. I see it. Right? What? Where is Knox going? Or no, sorry, that's Shvini. Where's Shvini going? Uh, it looks like he's going to hit that uh, that that linebacker coming around the corner. Right, but so that's what I'm talking about. All the motion, all the action goes to the right tackle. We're doing the exact play that they ran, the wham, except we're doing it the long version. This is the uh, we're doing the long version. They did the short version. So the point of this play is it's a design cutback. Look at all these Colts flying right at us as we look at them. Yep. Zach Moss is supposed to hit this between Knox, Shvini, and this thing is a gaping hole. So it's either design. Josh is too far out, so Zach is – so when he comes back, Josh has to make sure that he doesn't drift and right. that he stays skinny. But right now, Zach Moss cannot see where this play is supposed to hit. It's either design, it's either poor coaching uh, for Josh and Zach, but 
I mean, come on, guys. This thing goes for five or ten yards. It's not poorly blocked. It's poorly run. So there you go. There's a vote for Brita right there. Bang. Look at that. Look right at here. this. Right this above gen- his head. Right above his head. Like where the hole is. <laughs> well, that's a, which that's hole? A, you want to hit it outside the hash? You want to hit it? And you're right. already two seconds too late. If he's heading downhill at the handoff. Now, yep. for some reason, they have this thing going like this. Look, Zach doesn't have the vision to make that cut. But but what boggles me is that's designed to hit where it's not going. Right, right. Why? Why 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 isn't that the first read? The first read should be there. And then if that's, I don't know, is that quitty pay 51? I don't know. If he's closing, then you oh, I gotta hit this up and get one yard at best. But there's a ginormous hole there. Run the damn play that's called. Uh Block it right. Do your assignment correctly. You can't argue with me. This is a seven to fifteen yard gain. No, for for sure. And Brian Bauer what? says Brian Bauer says on the super chat. Two seconds, real quick. Let me get let me get the super chat in here. How much of the offensive line problems fall on the players, and how much fall on Bobby Johnson? So this is a perfect timed super chat. <laughs> yeah, Brian. I don't know, man. I mean, first of all, you have to understand you don't get a lot of time to to teach technique in the NFL. You draft guys with an assumption that they're at a certain level and that you can tweak them a little bit. So you generally have to talk about little incremental improvements, mm-hmm. uh, sustaining blocks, technique for sustaining blocks, timing, you know, punch, things of that nature. But I just think in this instance, this is the this is the other room. We we and I oh I almost said finally we blocked the play damn well. Yeah yeah. Um, for sure. I, I without knowing Bobby Johnson. I mean, if I were in that room right now, I mean, he better be have hair on fire today because this was, you know, this this is the time they didn't play poorly, but they need to step up and be leaders for the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the offensive line play didn't hurt us, but since it was so bad previously, people just can't let it go, man. <laughs> What's funny is like Brita hits that hole. I think Brita hits that. that no, that, not no. So that you, so you want to say that you don't but, think so? But Josh is just blocking it whether it's by design or Josh. So when Josh comes out, he's either, he's either widening too much toward the right tackle or they designed it that way. If it's designed that way, that's a Dable problem. Quarterback coaches problem. They should have, they should know you got to have your chest facing the line of scrimmage when it's going to go back the other way. Right. Right. Gotcha. This is a great question. So we're going to pause just for a second. Autumn R E asked the question, what does it mean to pull a guard? And I know that you don't really, we don't have a teleprompter and I don't, I don't have a play where we can really see it. Well, so just real quick, if you want to explain to Autumn what it means to pull a guard. The Autumn fell beneath the trees. I've got a pen that will fulfill my needs. Autumn, Autumn, time to draw. Sorry, Autumn, I, I regret doing that. I blame Joe. Okay, typical, like the easiest thing to look at. All right. Um, all right. So the guard, the guy right here that has this big line, can you see that? That has this big line attached to him like this, that's pulling. So a gap, B gap, a gap, B gap. Anytime a guy leaves and he could go this way too. When he leaves the gap that he lives in the AB and goes to another gap, um, it's migration. No, sorry. It's pulling. (laughs) It's a pulling guard. So you're pulling, you're trying to add further out. Whether if it's a sweep, you're adding a guy 
past his gap. If it's something like this, it's pulling for power. Uh, you're still adding to a gap that's on the other side of the center. Yep. Perfect. Good. Uh, so let's do the next video that I have up here, which is uh, this one, if you're paying attention. And it looks like I've got volume on this one, which I shouldn't have. But uh, this is... Uh, oh, this problems. Is... So go back. Yeah. This so is this your is, wide this, nine. I don't get this. Wide zone, I, right? Go back to the snap. Go back to the snap. It's right here. So look, we're they're, they're running zone weak. All right. Does everybody know what weak means? It means there's no tight end next to Williams. Yeah, the and there is a tight end. Of, weak side of the line. Right. Right. We're running zone weak here. Now it it smells like wide zone and not tight zone. Okay. So if it's wide zone, that means you're pressing the sideline. You're you you take that ball and you go. Right? Mm-hmm. If it's not, then you take the ball and you go downhill, and Zach Moss does neither. So if it's wide zone, I don't care what it is. It smells like wide zone to me. He needs to take that ball and run right at the slot. Is that Sanders? He needs to be aiming for Sanders' ass as fast as he can go. But instead, he dances around a little bit, and there's no way he can make the corner but then he has no momentum and no vision to cut it back either. I mean, it was just, it was just awful. Yep. He should have just kept going. You just and, go. And he if stumbled. The, <laughs> if the play is supposed to go outside, then yell at your right tackle. Williams doesn't have a terrible block going right there. If the guy's heading to his shoulder, he has a chance to, he has a chance to cut it. He has a chance to cut it up. If you were two steps ahead, Cody Ford did a, very nice pirouette style block, which nobody coaches anymore. He could have put his foot in the ground right there and been into the seam for three yards. Mm -hmm. So that's yeah. Brito's getting a chance, Joe. You're finally going to get what you wanted. It's I want not what, it's, for it's not what I wanted. I just have seen enough. I've seen, you know, I said, I said on the show yesterday, you know, it's not that I don't like Zach Moss. I've just seen enough of Zach Moss behind this, this offensive line. I'm a firm believer. I'm not, how do I want to say this? I don't believe for a second what people say. Oh, you can find good running back talent in late rounds, and it doesn't really matter because, like, you can scheme running backs to play well. That's not true. Or all running backs would play well. A great offensive line will make an okay running back really good. A great running back will make an okay offensive line good. We've seen it in the NFL. We don't have a great offensive line. We can't have a not great running back to go with a not great offensive line. Zach Moss could be fantastic behind the Colts offensive line, but he's not well, fantastic behind ours. Well, look, the previous play was a design problem, uh, but this is a Zach problem. Whatever the play is, just run it. It's hard to, it's hard to watch. So, uh, I, I mean, that, that could be a Dable. I don't know who the quarterback's coach is. On the first one, Josh could be going too wide. What's the next play? I, I got to get rid of that. Uh, this is Brita. I think this is Breeder, right? I don't know. I don't even know why I asked for this play. Yeah, so I guess my, my thought here is he knows where the play's going. He's just gonna sell out. In this league, you can't guess, right? So he, just, just, he sees the hole, he sees the hole and goes. He well, sees the hole and it's goes. It's not just that. So the hole might not always be there. You just gotta trust that it's gonna be there. But in this league, if you wait. You're just in trouble. But but I mean, isn't it isn't it that recognition? So watch what you see it on his head trust. when he sees the he hole. Took- he sees the hole right there and goes for it. Versus well, versus he- this one. Versus this one where Zach Moss, is it this one? Literally is like, uh oop, and runs right into his offensive lineman. 
How does no. he not see the offensive lineman coming? Well, how? Because it's that because the time you get to watch it nine times over and over, you've slowed it down to replay. The problem isn't that he runs into the offensive lineman. The problem is they they're just technique is awful. Yeah. I think the reason I brought this up is then we turn around, we run it back the other way too. Oh, gotcha. But it's just that it's just I'm going, and we, we have to do that. And mm-hmm. I've been saying this as much as I still want to believe in guys, and I'm I I, I, I want to believe that Zach Moss and Singletary can do it. That I think is their defining shortcoming is that they just don't choose and go. Mm-hmm. We're not and we're not good enough up front for them to do that. To sit around, to pick, to choose. They right. gotta just go. Yeah, we don't have the luxury of I guess if you had a a, a levy on Bell in his prime where he was like a super patient runner and we just kind of stack up behind an offensive lineman and wait for something to develop and then would squirt through it and go. But we don't have that guy. That's not. Yeah, but neither of play. those were patience plays. Those so there's plays that require patience, and there are plays that are like let's hit here. Yeah, if you're yeah. running wide zone weak, it's a race to the sideline. Hmm. And if you're running, uh, whatever you want to call it, long wham, um, the play is supposed to hit there. The reason that we're running everybody this way is so that they all go that way, right? And then it, open up that giant seam. It's Terrell. So Davis. why is Josh Allen compressing the running back? And he's got to be at a 45-degree angle just to take the ball. I mean, he should he should be opening up and doing a long lead, and Zach Moss should be stepping over in space, you know, that little yeah. hop thing they yep. do. Yep. I don't know. Go ahead. Next play. Something, because no, I'm getting no. fiery hot in here. <laughs> I was just going to say it's the, 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 the wide stuff is very reminiscent of Terrell Davis when he was with the, with the Broncos. When he would get the ball, you'd see him sprint. Towards towards the end line, like that's yeah, where, I mean, where he was going. I, and I don't I don't love that play week. I like it um, to the. Why did I send you this one? What is this? Called? This is uh, either Rousseau or it's the Ed Oliver sack. It's Rousseau. Yeah, go back. So this is what I was talking about. Play away. You know, he's got to sit. He's got to compress sooner. This is the sad part about this is that tight end. Uh, mm-hmm. Can't remember his name. It's either Do- it's Do- uh, it's Doyle. Not Doyle. It's not Doyle. It's uh that's uh Mo Ali Cox. So stop it, Ray, now. So he's so far upfield that the tight end's going to sift. He doesn't even feel like he's enough of a threat that he has to bump him. Oh, that is Doyle. You're right, my bad. That is Doyle. It matters not. It matters not. You know what I mean? Yeah. And by the way, go back again. Oops, sorry, my my bad. How far? All the way to the top? Yeah, to the snap. All right, so... This is more or less zone week without the wham, right? So we just talked about the wham, the long wham. What you get here is you're going to get a, a the slot receiver comes in motion to hold the defensive end, which is kind of like a quasi. We're going to block this guy, right? We want they they want the Buffalo Bills to go to their right and go hard to their right. Okay, so let's watch the action of Wentz and JT. Call him JT because I liked him in college. So, look, did his shoulders ever aim at the sideline or were they square to the line of scrimmage? Square the whole way. Square the whole whole way. way. And what does that do? Stop. It gives Jonathan Taylor the ability to see, right? I mean, you want to say, oh, Eichen has great vision. The helmets kind of come in here. You don't get your entire peripheral vision, right? So, if I'm looking this way, I'm limited. Anyway, so that, that I actually just came up with. I didn't even think to look at that, but... 
you're such a great coach, Joe, that I noticed it at the last <laughs> second. So he's yeah, got to squeeze. Good, like he's that. got he's got to recognize and squeeze. And that right there, he's got to be there, and he's not. And I don't even. I didn't even look at the linebackers. Go ahead. And the last one, and the last one we have for you is Ed Oliver's sack, which you felt should have been uh, Obata's sack. No, no, no. Oh, that ain't feel- it. That's that's Brita. My bad. Did we run it's, that one uh, Where's it no, at? No, I don't feel like it was at Oliver's. I don't feel like it should have been F.A. Obata's sack. What I wanted to say is here's a chance for me to talk about a guy who's been on the shelf for a long time this season who's getting his chance, and he's putting some pressure on. Finally What's found this? it. 20 films. No, this isn't it. What the heck, dude? Where's it at? It doesn't matter. We described it so beautifully. So F.A. Obata puts pressure on Carson Wentz and forces him to step up into Ed Oliver's motor. And it was just a, it was a great rush by F.A. Obata. I was very, very pleased to see that. You know, you see, you get these guys that we don't see a lot of, and then when they get their opportunities, we want to see something explosive, and, and I'm pleased to, uh, to have witnessed it. Here we go. This is it right here. Well, we're not talking, and half the people aren't even watching. True story. See the, Okay, so what, what was great about this? Who's 56? Quentin Nelson. He gets he gets gets into Nelson and he gives him a ride, turns his shoulders, gets yep, the yep. hand up. Yep. It was beautiful. I and love, look, I love the I love how long Ed Oliver, like his quickness to get around that corner right there. Like when he yeah. when he flashes through because he's held up in the mesh, like or he's in the he's in the fray. Look, defensively, we weren't terrible in this game. Um except when those few plays here and there. We got we ended up we lost a game of momentum and emotion and consistency. What we needed, oh, I finally get to go back to something I wrote down earlier. Okay. You know what we needed? We needed a shootout and we couldn't deliver on our side. Correct. Sometimes defenses struggle. It happened even in the years we went to the Super Bowl. We would went out, we go out there and our defense would lay an egg, It'd be terrible. And you know what? It's a shootout, but we came running and gunning and we'd score some points not every time i'm i'm you know and then sometimes you walk off the field as an offensive player like like they should be today going wow we really let those guys down i mean when when we needed to just blow it out we didn't right 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 last thing let's let's talk about expectations uh we're gonna wrap the show up here in a couple couple of minutes uh ladies and gentlemen you are watching and tuned into the off tackle with john Fita show brought to you by q42 Barbecue sauces, original barbecue sauces, handmade right here in Western New York on the Buffalo Rumblings multicast network. What do we what what's what are we looking at? Short week, Sunday to Thursday, horrible loss. The the that we were told today that the 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 room was somber. The locker room was somber. There were angry guys in the locker room. They did a walkthrough today. I'm sure they've got a lot of bumps and bruises because they were. They had the crap kicked out of them this weekend. So, I mean, what's next? What are we looking at Thursday? Well, I mean, I, I think the defense shoring up the run game against Alvin Kamara is going to be the biggest thing. If you don't mm-hmm. think they're going to look at this film and make tweaks to their game plan, mm-hmm. um, even though their game plan should have been done a week ago, mm-hmm. they're going to look at this game. They're, they're, they're salivating watching this game right now. I mean, no question about it. So the defense has to get stout on the run. And they have to they have to get off the field on third down, whether it's third and two or third and six. We need to get them in longer third downs, five or longer. And it's going to be hard to do. Yeah. Offensively, come on. I mean, if the first half was mired in penalties and just I mean, poor performances. And it's and that's what I talked about the last time, Joe. 
if that's if that's Josh Allen's fault by pushing Zach Moss uh, into a position where he has to take the ball at a forty-five because he's like, shit, the quarterback's you know he's widening. I got to turn. Or if it's Zach Moss doing it, or if it's just a bad design, that stuff has to be cleaned up. I mean, that has to be cleaned up. It's hard for me to fathom that it's Josh. I mean, I'm not saying that it's not. I, I don't want to say that Josh Allen and the quarterback are perfect. They never do any wrong because clearly, clearly they have their their moments. It's just that Josh Allen, we see him and have seen him. He's proven time and time again to be a guy like a golfer that works on his form. Works. No, on... I, I don't disagree with you. That's why I think it's it's more likely that it's the design. Right. And but my 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 the problem is like I don't have uh, day balls phone number i can't text him right now and say dude you you know you ran that action the backfield action like you were going to press the front side on a cutback play um you know they they, they've got to dial in it's offensively we talked about this before you can't have nine and a half guys doing it right and two guys screwing up and we're doing that at a considerable rate the reason I'm guys, concerned. The reason that uh, we we love this show is because of all the the uh, all of the content creators and all of us that are, that are out there that try to dissect what the Bills are doing, they don't see what you see. And what you just said is something that none of none of the other ones are going to see. As far as like you said that they're, how did you word that? That they're showing frontside action on a cutback play, which I is not. Tell supposed, you, I mean, I forget everything. I I forget everything I say 15 seconds after I say it. <laughs> <laughs> which is which is a curse and a blessing. Um, well, that's exactly right. I mean, and that that's the kind of crap that matters. And you just said out loud, I don't think it was Josh Allen because of his mentality. And I'm not saying he's he's either purposefully doing it or he's accidentally drifting. If right. he's purpose, you're either I'm either coaching it to happen or I'm right. allowing it to happen. Right, for sure. Right, and you say that, but I mean. Now that I've been watching Josh in this in this game here, I didn't see those 10, 10 and a half yard drops. And I'm sure he knows, but he's a big, long guy with those giant long legs that the girls like in those tight shorts. Josh Allen in shorts. I get it. But he has to, when the adrenaline's pumping, you still are required to stop your drop at eight and a half yards. And right. I'm not saying he's a bad person or, you know, like he's like, you know, beating cats. Does that make you a bad person though? Because I really don't like. It. No, just oh, now I have the SPCA people all over the show. I, don't, I ain't touching it. If they're gonna cancel somebody, I'm gonna let them cancel you. I'm not getting canceled over cats. So I need a break after this week. Um, <laughs> so I appreciate I appreciate you saying that, but that's the kind of thing where you know those are the overlooked things that are hard to to piece together unless you've been steeped in the game and unless you've sat in a meeting where Coach Brian Dayball says. For God's sakes, Josh, why are you running this as a quasi zone instead of, you know, or maybe he's like, oh, wow, Fina's right. I definitely got that thing schemed wrong. But that's that's a huge problem. I mean, you don't think it is, but that's a huge problem. I mean, like, like it. aim where you're going, right? I never like shoot my arrow. <laughs> four degrees off if i want to hit the that that was 45 degrees off target right no it it all makes sense i mean as far as that goes and and uh for me and for everybody else watching and that are going to listen the thousands of people that are going to listen to this thank you 
because you're giving us insight and it does help. It does help you realize that, you know, these are problems that can be fixed versus it's not necessarily just Some a talent them, issue. I mean, no, and I know. And I, look, I, I, I love Mitch Morse because he almost always does the right thing and he's almost always in the right position. He has challenges sometimes because he is a little lighter at that position. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say at that position is when you play center, your feet are even, right? So you really never have that ability to just press off, you know? So you're always doing something from like this awkward first hop step or a quickness step. And sometimes when you get a guy who gets up underneath you pretty quick, it, it's it's a real challenge. My son's gotcha. just understanding that now that he's a center at UCLA. UCLA killed USC. Woohoo! Um, the offensive line still needs to get better. Look, I, I'm just, I can't, I can't say it enough. I mean, I think Williams played well, except for one pass play yesterday. And it unfortunately, well, it didn't matter because of the score, but it does matter because he's like, how did I let that guy inside of me? Um, but Deion Dawkins almost disappeared for me. I mean, he, he just, did he play yesterday? Because I didn't see him do anything bad. No, he didn't. I mean, there, there, weren't, there, there wasn't much of a place for flashes of brilliance, but Boker had, you know, kind of one goofy little thing. And I don't, I'd have to, it's hard because I don't get end zone film, but these guys need to, there needs to be, I guess if I were, um, if I were the offensive line coach, Bobby Johnson, right? Mm-hmm. There, there, there's not enough of a kill attitude and, Maybe that's where we miss Feliciano because he is contagious. And Spencer Brown. And that matters. And Spencer Brown. But Spencer's a young buck and doesn't really assume that kind of leadership position. So he's just kind of like running like Phoebe, you know, <laughs> flying around, baby. And it works for him. And it's been working for us. And we need him back, too. Uh, but that, they, they got problems. And look, I don't, I don't look back. They chose not to draft guys because they believed in who they had. Well, we're here right now. So the guys that you got got to get it done. Mm. But right now we're we're in the hunt and that sucks. You know, we were in control. We could have remained in control or we at least could have made a showing yesterday that wasn't just awful. Right, you got to right. get better in the kicking game. I mean, you knew it was bad when right when Bass Tyler Bass missed a couple. I was like, "Oh god, the wheels have come off, baby." <laughs> Roadside assistance. <laughs> Did I get the premium package? <laughs> yeah, it was like, you know what it was like? My daughter calling me on Interstate 10. Dad, I got a flat tire. Change it yourself. <laughs> but no, I mean, we got to we're loading up the fire truck to go change a tire. The sirens are going, man. Look, it's a fire. It's the Kingsford logo fire. The barbecue is on fire. <laughs> Breathe, John. Breathe. I, I don't you need... got to be all cathartic last night. It's my turn. <laughs> we we almost made it through the whole show without you getting super excited. This was not my fault, by the way. Well, so what well, we did witness, though, by the way, and you could say take Brita and put him in for a 75 or 85% of a Jonathan Taylor, if you have him in that category, what we witnessed from them was a, just a beautifully balanced attack. They played play action. They had a variety of runs between zone, between wham, um, and uh, a couple of uh, uh, jets Mm. with some with some um, play action away. I mean, they we should we should watch that film. Like our offense needs to watch that film. 
they they got to be able to execute it, John. I'm not sure. I understand that. I understand that. that. But that's part of it. Part of that energy that fin wanting to finish every block was was um, Frank Reich a super detailed guy when he was when he was the backup? Yes. Was he, yes. Gotcha. It, it, I it, said it before you could even get it out. It it shows as a head coach. Yeah, and and you know what they controlled the ball, and it, when it got to be that point, I I thought you know all right seventeen three, we can go into the half, we can regroup. And then we spit the ball up on a kickoff return. I was, you know, I went to dance lessons with Stella. Stella! Yep, yep. Um, so you have, Stella the, you, have and the I, be, you have the best kid names, by the way. All of your kids have great names. They do. <laughs> Bruno, Mimi, kids. Stella. Uh, Roman. And Roman, yeah. Right. Did I tell you, you remember that show, The Romans, that was on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm sitting next to Roman. This was like four or five years ago. And he's got a great sense of humor, his dry sense of humor. We're sitting next to each other on the couch. And the ad comes up for the show, The Romans. And the kid reaches over and he taps me on the shoulder like this. And I look at him and I said, what's up? And he goes, those are my people. <laughs> <laughs> that's good what else did i write down here how much time do we have over we're done we're done we got you, know, we you it. said that and then uh uh you went on last night <laughs> you can keep going i'm good with it i got no place to go but to bed look i got a full page right here of, <laughs> full page i got a full page right here of my notes that just says butler on five of eight plays where I was just like, I was, I was mouth agape. And this is when the game's decided. And this is when it matters because, you know, sometimes when you lose and lose miserably, the damn coach will just extract every bit of pain on every play they can. And you don't cut that film early and you watch it down to the Nats ass and it's misery. And I'll tell you that next to last drive. I mean, I don't know who the defensive line coach is, but I would just be like, and you know what when you know it's bad like you're in a meeting this is insider information right here so you're in a meeting it's dark you're watching the film you're in your position groups right and then you see something and then all of a sudden it's just quiet and then the and they don't have this anymore now it's like finger mouse or whatever you know you just rewind something like three seconds it's dead quiet you rewind it like three seconds and it goes back three seconds and then three seconds again and you're like oh shit and then all of, you, all of a sudden you hear is, turn on the lights! <laughs> and the lights go up and you look at your position coach and you're like, here it comes. I mean, that that's that's that moment right there. Uh, I, I'm going to break bad news to you. Per Matt Perino, who's a Bills beat reporter, Frazier on Vernon Butler today. We really need him to be more of a factor. He's capable. He had some good plays for us a season ago. A season, mind you, this is where I'm interjecting. I didn't know what his number was at the end of last season. Somebody asked me what number Vernon Butler was, and I was like, I don't know. At the end of the year, I know what all the player numbers are. We're counting okay, well, on him to really step up and help us. That's what Matt, that, that's what Leslie, Leslie Frazier said about Vernon Butler today. Leave that up because I have short attention span. Pardon place. Um, yeah, that's fine. Okay. What, what I hear, what you read and what I hear is, Played like crap yesterday. We desperately need more. So he had this is he had good plays for us last year. We're counting on him, which means turn on the lights. <laughs> Look, if we didn't lose the game because of one guy on the defensive line or not having mm. Tremaine 
And so mm. we, we, you know, but it, it, people that I saw the comment on Twitter, if you think we lost the game just because we didn't have star and Tremaine, then you got bigger. Well, no, I mean, it matters. I mean, if we didn't have Ted Washington, that's not what Pat, I said. Yep. That's not what I said. I said you. No, I no, said, I'm not I saying said, you. Oh, gotcha. Because I, I, I had a tweet similar to that where I, I said you, and I, I talked about it last night early in the show. You, you, if one player being missing from your lineup, whether it's offense or defense, matters that much, there's bigger problems. No, I see. I don't agree with you. Sometimes it matters. I mean, you, we if didn't. You're have talking about if you're talking about Jim Kelly. If you're talking about right, like if yeah, you're talking about look at the game plan they ran, Joe. It was specifically designed, and it hurt us where we needed the most help. I mean, it's specifically designed to hit us where we had a void. Teams, so, I've, I've watched this Buffalo Bills team for 20 years go against other teams where they were missing their big, tough defensive tackle. And the Bills have had guys like Marshawn Lynch and Fred Jackson and Willis McGahee and, and Travis Henry, and it didn't matter. The, the, well, the, the opposing okay, team's defense but, but was able Reed, to recover. Read what Pardon plays put right there. So the guy was a non-entity. Yep. Look, he's going to mean tweet me all day long. I got some mean <laughs> tweets today. I got a couple yesterday. You did not. I did. Actually, I get attacked every now and again. And then I always <laughs> tell people, I'm like, uh, you got it. You got you got me nailed. Yeah, you just you just shine them on mute and or block and move on. Have you learned Listen, how to I, I wasn't perfect. Okay. I had crappy games. You want to hear it? Everybody like I'm not saying it, but now I'm in a position where I get to be Joe Miller all the time and I can just do it, say whatever I want. Because I would I would hope game. that you I would hope that you would aspire to be much greater than Joe Miller because <laughs> Listen, the bar is high, my friend. The bar is, is high. high. Uh, all right, we got to go to New Orleans and I'll, I think I told you my New Orleans one on the air already with Ralph Wilson down there one time. Did you? Uh, yeah. Uh, we were, Ralph was, you know, Ralph was getting on in years. And and most people know that New Orleans is also known as the Big Easy. Mm-hmm. You know, and Ralph would come around and greet us before every game and chat the players up. And and uh, he came. he always comes by before the game at your locker and shakes your hand and says something nice to you. And he and I want to be Mr. Smarty Pants and say, "Hey, Mr. Wilson, did you have a good time last night in the Big Easy?" And what he heard was, "We got this. The game's going to be easy." <laughs> and he's just like <laughs> lit into me. And he's like, "What do you mean this game is going to be easy? Are you out of your mind?" And Joe Panos was standing right next to me. And as soon as Ralph walked away, he pointed at me just like Dumb and Dumber. He's like, ah! and I was the guy dying, you know, after eating all the hot sauce. <laughs> You've never told me the story. That's a great story. Oh my god, <laughs> Joe Pan, like to this day, Panos would be like, Yeah, you've been down to the big easy feet. <laughs> oh uh yeah, we, this is this is put up or shut up because it doesn't I mean this is a great that I don't know if they're a great football team right now, but they have capabilities, they have weapons, they have Alvin Kamara, and um right now we're like we're in kind of a mode right now where we need to come out and establish and get back to doing something at full effort and yeah. stop dropping the passes in the second half right and stop so committing we, stupid penalties in the second we, quarter we, right we we killed ourselves in the first half with penalties mm-hmm. and and poorly designed run if you will here and there but for god's sakes we can't drop the ball so here you go. So Peyton comes back in with more from Matt Perino on Vernon Butler. When he gets his opportunity again, this is Leslie Frazier, and he's put in that position, I'm sure, based on what he saw and what he knows and what's been communicated, 
he's going to do a whole lot better. And Peyton, sense, Peyton says, my sense is, yes, the film room was not a fun place today. Well, I mean, there's nothing worse than driving down to the stadium. It's a rich stadium and going to the meeting room after a loss like that. But again, I mean, you could put that back up there. I mean, all that said to me was this guy played like absolute crap. Yeah, for sure. And it's um, not it's not acceptable. I, I guess gone are the days. Know, where you, gone are the days we just straight cut somebody, right? This, well, this the, dude should have been cut already. I mean, the opinion. nice thing about it is, I mean, at least Frazier worded it the way he should have worded it, right? You, you don't want to call a guy out mm. specific. He called him out without calling him out. Sure, sure. Um, but it was a huge problem yesterday. It was a it was a glaring absence of effort. Just man, I just I, I just can't fathom it. This is what you could pay to do. Uh, I think Perino at Perino's the guy that as well that said today that was it Perino. One of the beat reporters said today that that Vernon Butler stole his check, his paycheck yesterday, because well, the yeah, I mean, gave, I could I could be accused of that a couple of times. I mean, you do have a bad game, but you know, typically when an offensive lineman has a bad game, it's one or two bad plays. But this was play after play after play. Yeah, but there's, play. there's a difference between having a bad game and not, not and poor effort. Poor effort, lack of effort is a completely different mentality and a different issue. Getting beat is one thing. Having an I, off see, day is one thing. He doesn't strike. He doesn't want to sustain. He doesn't want to. Part of being an offensive lineman and, and Ed Oliver and Star Latulale and um, Phillips, I mean, they get it. You know, you are you're like you're controlling a gap and that means what you're doing is you're maintaining the integrity of the front so that mm. your linebackers can right. fill if you're at the point of attack you can't choose a side right so guys on the backside they can quick step maybe go behind which i hate as a as a as a teammate um but you know guys that'll cross your face real quick on the backside of a play you're waiting for those guys to come that's why your job is to strike there was no strike. There was no lockout, and there was no maintaining of the gap integrity. Yeah, for sure. And it mattered. Well, Richard, Richard Rush, this is for you, John. Love this show. You both made me feel a lot better. Thank you both. So there you go, John. Well, I just want you to know that Joe attacked me earlier on the phone and made me feel worse. He was <laughs> like, seriously, he was so like angry and uh he was like i was just trying to have like a lively conversation with him and you know he felt like he had a hangnail and infection i mean it was it was, it was tough maybe i did have a hangnail and, and an infection maybe it was a real situation john you still gotta show up to play <laughs> i did show up tonight <laughs> i'm here this thing's still going an hour and 15 minutes later mr okay i want, I want extra time because you got extra time last night <laughs> that's true Thank you to uh, Q42Barbecue.com and my man, Iman. You I hope you club? go pump in the FINA show and get your 15% off. We got Thanksgiving this week. You are going to be seeing family. I am going to be hosting here. Um, God bless you all, Bill's Mafia fans. May you have a relaxing, wholesome, and uh, I guess serene Thanksgiving and just relax until the game starts and then just go nuts. That's exactly right. What, right? what do you want from me, Fina? <laughs> Overeat. Don't overdrink. Uh, He's going to just brush right past it. <laughs> did you see that comment or no? I did. I don't know. I don't know what it what it means. I mean, he gave, what do you mean? I'm here. I'm present. What more do you want from me? <laughs> 
Well, I, I don't know. Mean, I mean, people are always asking me to suit up. Why don't you suit up? <laughs> oh, too funny, too funny. That was a great close. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been tuned in to the Off Tackle with John Fina show brought to you by Q42 on the Buffalo Rumblings Multicast Vidcast Podcast Network. My name is Joe Miller, host of the show, sitting here with John Fina, the one and the only. And uh, this was, I think we did a good job tonight. I think we got through this. I think this was fun. I think it, uh, the energy was high. I think uh, you brought some levity to it. I think you brought some lightness to it. I think you brought some reality to maybe it wasn't as bad as it looked. Right? Oh, it was as bad as it looked. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, uh, you know what? You and I are getting better each week, maybe. Uh, but we need our Buffalo Bills to get better this week. And the, they need to just nose to the grindstone and and blow it up and i mean bills mafia go bills enjoy your thanksgiving and enjoy your long weekend family friends loved ones it's what matters most go bills we'll talk to you guys later one more time john go bills go bills go bills